Welcome to Scary Stories to Sleep By. Today, we're going to be reading a creepypasta. This creepypasta was written by an author named The Quiet One, and it's entitled The Beeper Man. So, get comfortable, lay back, close your eyes, and let's get spooky. Jaren lifted the sheets up over Millie, tucking them in around her as she stared up at him. Daddy, she said. Yes, Angel. Can I have a song? He sighed. I don't know any of the songs Mommy would sing to you. She would sing songs about going to sleep. He took in a deep breath. Well, I'll give it a try. Um, let's see. Go to sleep. Good night. It's night time, little girl. Go to sleep. You're in bed. That's not a very good song, Dad. Yeah, I imagine not. How about I just kiss your forehead, and then you can fall asleep all on your own, eh? She shrugged, and he sighed. He bent down and kissed her on the forehead. She brought her stuffed unicorn tight to her chest as he stood up. Good night, Daddy. Good night, Angel. He stepped out of the room, shutting out the lights and closing the door. He was still getting used to life without Margaret. Honestly... He didn't know if he ever would. Already, he was finding it impossible to raise Millie. How had she done it? How had she been able to keep up with the needs of a five-year-old so effectively while balancing work? Margaret, wherever you are, I hope it's better than here, he paused, taking a deep breath. I hope it's better than here. He moved to go into the master bedroom, where he went ahead and brushed his teeth and disrobed for the night. He climbed into the empty bed, looking at Margaret's side with a longing in his eyes. Good night, my love. He got under the sheets, pulling the blanket up over his head. My reason for living. It was but a few minutes before he heard the door creak open. Daddy? Yes, Millie? Can I sleep in bed with you? He sighed. You've already slept in this room twice this week. There's a scary noise in my room. What kind of noise, Millie? He honestly wasn't sure if she could understand him, as his head was buried in a pillow. There's a beeping noise. It's probably just a smoke detector, Millie. It needs new batteries. I can fix it tomorrow. But can I sleep with you? He took another exasperated breath before answering, Yeah, come climb in. Thanks. He heard the pitter-patter of her feet coming in for the bed followed by the shifting of the blankets. She shifted around for a half hour or so before she finally fell asleep. And that's when Jaren was able to follow in her footsteps and do the same. Jaren awoke with a start the next morning, realizing that Millie was still asleep and not ready for the bus to come and pick her up. He looked at his phone as he saw the time. Millie, he said, rousing her. Mm. Millie, we need to get up. The school bus will be here any minute. Come on, let's go. I'm tired. I know you are, but we have to go. It'll be here in 20 minutes. You've got to eat breakfast and take a shower. I liked it when mom would give me a bath at night better. 
Showers are faster. Come on, get in the shower and I'll make you breakfast. I don't want to go to school today. Come on, Millie. It's kindergarten. I loved kindergarten. It's too boring. Millie, come on. Go hop in the shower real fast and I'll make you breakfast. Let's go. Hurry. Ugh, fine. She wormed her way out of bed and began moving towards the door. Jaren got himself out of bed as well, putting on a pair of dirty sweatpants and a raggedy shirt. He walked down the hallway, checking to make sure that Millie was in the shower. Millie, I've told you not to lock the door. If you get hurt in there, I need to be able to come in and help you. Sorry, she shouted back. He sighed, <sighs> moving along. He paused when he heard some sort of screeching noise, looking into his daughter's room. He waited another couple of seconds. A light flashed on the smoke detector, and it made another beep. I'll put batteries on my to-do list today, he muttered to himself. He went into the kitchen to fix Millie something to eat, wondering what he might have time for. Eventually, he simply gave up and fed her cereal, getting her out the door just in time for the bus to pull up along the curb. I don't want to go, Daddy. Hey, it'll be fine. It's only for a little bit before you'll be back home. Fine. I love you. Goodbye. Bye. She marched up to the curb, climbing onto the bus. Jaren closed the front door, looking down at his own clothes. Better get myself ready for the day, I guess, he sighed, not looking forward to yet another day spent looking for a new job. He found himself at a convenience store later that day, dropping in to get himself a shot of caffeine to keep him going. Just a coffee for you, sir? The cashier said, ringing him up. Yeah, oh, and these batteries. The cashier bobbed his head, punching some keys on the machine. There's your total on the screen. Will that be cash or card? Uh, card, yeah. He pulled out his wallet to complete the transaction, swiping his debit card. Have a good day, sir. You too, he responded, walking out the store. He took a few swigs from the afternoon coffee, looking at his phone. Oh shoot, he muttered. Millie will be home in like ten minutes. He got into the car, clutching the batteries in one hand and the coffee in the other. He went ahead and set down the former, starting up the engine and pulling away, back towards home. He spent the majority of the drive muttering to himself about how frustrating it was not to be able to afford daycare without a job. Even before he got fired, after his wife's death, it was still her paycheck that allowed them to afford it in the first place. Now, with no paycheck, it was impossible. He pulled into the driveway just in the nick of time to greet Millie when she came home. She ran up to him from the bus, going straight for the legs, where she gave him a hug. Hey, you miss me, Angel? Yeah. How was school? I didn't like it. What? Why not? I missed you too much. Hey, you've got to go to school. How else are you going to learn? Can't you teach me? No, I've got to find new work, remember? I'm busy all day. Okay. Hey, I've got a surprise for you. Her eyes lit up. What? He flashed the battery, trying to feign a smile. A new battery for your smoke detector. Now that beeping sound won't be happening, huh? Yeah, that's good, she muttered, obviously disappointed by the content of the surprise. Come on, let's go and get your after-school snack. He took her hand, guiding her into their home. Jaren found himself being violently awoken the next day, Millie jumping on his bed. Daddy, Daddy, can I watch a show? He groaned, rolling over in bed. So you'll get up at the crack of dawn on a Saturday for television, but not on a school day? Can I? Ugh, yeah, go ahead. Thanks. Can you make pancakes, too? Uh, sure, Angel. Thanks. She sprinted out of the room, 
and just a few moments later, he heard the television going. After another minute or so of contemplating his life while he lay there, he was dragging himself out of bed, putting on the same raggedy morning outfit as the day before, to make his daughter some pancakes. He walked down the hall, yawning and stretching his arms when... He paused. He looked into Millie's room, up at the smoke detector. After just a few more seconds, it beeped again. Jaron stared at it with a raised eyebrow. Had he not replaced the battery yesterday? Surely he did. He had a clear recollection of doing it. He was standing on a kitchen chair while Millie watched and asked questions. It took all of 20 seconds, but he remembered doing it. He walked out into the living area, which was adjacent to the kitchen. He opened up the cupboard with the griddle and pulled it out, plugging it in to let it warm up. Hey, Millie, he said. No response. Millie, I don't want to have to make you turn off the TV just because you're not talking to me. She paused it, looking back at him. Yeah? Was your smoke alarm beeping at you again last night? Her eyes widened. Her lips seemed to get tighter. After a moment, she spoke. No. Why did you say it like that? It wasn't beeping, Daddy. He raised an eyebrow. If you're lying to me, Millie, there are going to be consequences. Then again, why would she lie about something so trivial as this? She sighed, finally speaking again. Yeah, it beeped again last night. Well, why did you tell me it wasn't beeping? I don't know, Millie. I just didn't want to. It wasn't scary last night. But you could have told me it was beeping and that you weren't scared. I would have been very proud of you. That means you're turning into a big girl. She shrugged. Can I watch my show again, please? Yeah, go ahead, I guess. He began pulling out the ingredients to make pancakes, which consisted of some bisquick mix and water, mostly, plus an egg and some oil. But that was it. He began stirring them, looking earnestly at his daughter. What was that look in her eyes? Why did she seem suddenly frightened by him, asking a simple question? The look on her face seemed too intense, too sincere to be chalked up to just a five-year-old being an odd little kid. It seemed to be full of genuine angst, as if just the simple act of asking the question was some sort of bad omen. After feeding her breakfast, Jaren spent a while browsing the internet on his phone, looking at new job listings. He hadn't had any luck finding anything in his area. He really didn't want to have to move at all. So far, this house had been good to him as had their community. They were all so supportive when Margaret died, and they still are. He didn't want to have to leave that behind. He set his phone down for a minute, staring blankly at the wall. What was he to do? What could he do? His train of thought was interrupted when he heard the faint beep of the smoke detector from down the hall. Well, for starters, I guess I can change the battery again. He had decided to explain the fact that the smoke alarm was still beeping away, by assuming that the battery he had pulled out of the pack was a faulty one that slipped past the watch of quality control. No big deal. There were still a few more batteries in that pack he could use. He got up and headed for the junk drawer in the kitchen where he had put the package in. He pulled them out and went to grab a chair to bring along with him. Millie was still in front of the television. He should probably kick her off, but it kept her occupied while he did things. Maybe after he changed the battery, he could get her to go on a bike ride with him or something. Daddy? She said as he walked past her. Where are you going with that chair? I'm going to change the smoke detector batteries again, see if I can get it to stop beeping. He heard the television pause, and he stopped in his tracks to look at his daughter. Her teeth were gritted, and she almost looked panicked. Don't change the batteries, Daddy. Why not? The beeping doesn't bother me anymore. It's okay. Well, the beeping bothers me, so I'm going to change them anyway. 
I'm glad it doesn't scare you anymore, though. No, Daddy, you can't. He raised an eyebrow and nearly raised his voice, too. Why can't I change them? She moved her eyes from side to side, as if looking for something. Finally, she looked back at her father. You just can't. Millie, I don't like that beeping. This is my house. I'm gonna change it. It'll be fine, okay? Please don't, Daddy. If you can tell me why, then I won't. She hesitated before responding. I... I can't. Then I'm gonna have to change them. She stood up from the couch, following him down the hall. No, don't. I... I won't ask for any candy for two days if you don't. Two whole days. That's a long time. He set the chair down, climbing up onto it with the new battery in hand. It's fine, Millie. Don't worry about it. Please. Millie, I'm already halfway through it. Look, I have the old battery out and here goes the new one. And see? No more beeping. He looked down at her. The sheer visage of panic that she wore took him off guard. He almost wondered if he should change it back just to get that troublesome expression off of her face. It suddenly melted away, however, and she walked into the living room. What the heck was that? He muttered to himself. What the heck was she so concerned about over a simple battery change? Jaren awoke the next morning to the same bouncing motion of his little girl again, all the while she chanted about television. Oh, it's Sunday. We've got to get ready for church. Oh, I don't want to go to church, though. Mommy always wanted to make sure you went to church. We're going to church. But Mommy... Mommy isn't here. Exactly why I'm making doubly sure to keep you going to church every week. Now come on, let's get you showered and dressed in some better clothes. Daddy, it's so boring. Come on, Millie, let's go. He heaved himself out of his lying position, looking at his pouting daughter. She slumped off to the bathroom, and he heard the shower turn on. Don't forget to leave it unlocked. If you slip in there, I need to be able to come and help you. I know. He sat there a moment, staring blankly at the wall. He rubbed his eyes as he took another yawn before finally stepping out of bed. Time for me to get ready too, I suppose. He turned his head side to side, looking out his door. After a few moments, he heard it again. A gentle beep. The heck? He muttered. I've changed that dang battery twice. He stepped out of his room and headed down the hall, the beeping noise getting louder and louder as he approached Millie's room. He looked up again at the smoke detector and watched the light flash and the alarm beep again. Why isn't this working? He sat in church that day staring blankly ahead, not really catching much of the sermon. His mind was too preoccupied, though it wasn't preoccupied with anything productive at all. He kept mentally kicking himself for being so fixated on the smoke alarm. He should have been fixated on finding a job or mourning his wife's death, but he couldn't help but fixate on the smoke detector. Why the heck were those batteries not working? Surely he didn't get an entire package of faulty batteries. He was startled out of his thoughts by the sudden resounding, Amen, the congregation said, and he looked back up towards the front of the room. The pastor was stepping down and people were standing up from the benches. He felt a sudden hand on his shoulder. Hi, Jaron. How are you holding up? Came the voice of Michael Johnson. Oh, I guess I'm doing all right. How are you, little Miss Millie? She only blushed, looking at him nervously. Mike chuckled. That's okay. I was shy when I was your age, too. So, how goes the job search? Eh, 
could be better. I'm afraid I might have to move to get a new job, which is something I really don't want to do alone, let alone be able to afford it. Oh, if you did have to, you wouldn't be alone. I can guarantee that half the people here would show up to help. Jaren nodded. Yeah, it's a good congregation. Jaren, if there's anything I can do for you, just let me know. Got it? He smiled. You're the man, Mike. No, I think that title belongs to you. Alright, see you later, buddy. See you later, bud. Michael had taken just a few steps before Jaron found himself calling out to him again. Hey, Mike. You're somewhat of a handyman, aren't you? Uh, yeah? What's up? I got this smoke detector in my house that won't stop beeping. I've changed the batteries twice. You think you might be able to take a look at it? He paused, thinking. Yeah, I can, yeah, I can come and drop by later today. Two sound okay to you? Yeah, whenever you can would be perfect. Great, I'll see you later today then. Alright, thanks Mike. You got it. He began walking back toward his own family, and Jaron looked on at them longingly. He had once had that with Margaret, but now... Daddy? He looked down at his daughter, feeling the gentle tug on his shirt sleeve. Yes, Angel? I don't want Mike to fix the smoke detector. What? Why not? I want the beeping. Millie, just the other night you were scared of it. What's wrong? I... I just want the beeping to stay. Please don't let him fix it. Millie, it's just a smoke alarm. It'll be fine if we fix it. Daddy, please, don't let him fix it. Jaren looked towards the ceiling in frustration, closing his eyes and taking a deep breath. He'll just be over for a little bit, Millie. You don't have to talk to him if you don't want to. No, it's not because I'm shy. It's because I don't want the beeping to go away. Why not? She looked anxiously from side to side, then leaned in. Because he likes the beeping, she whispered. Who likes the beeping? The beeper man. He likes the beeping. He says he wants to have the beeping. Who's the beeper man, Millie? She swallowed. He told me a couple of nights ago. He likes the beeping. He wants the beeping to stay. Millie, Jaren said, placing his hand on her shoulder. It was just a dream. There is no beeper man. But it wasn't a dream, Daddy. I saw him. In my room. It was just a dream, Millie. Now come on, let's get home. He had been looking somewhat curiously at his daughter on the way home. Usually she was pretty good about separating the dream world from the real world. It was strange she couldn't figure this one out, especially given the rather odd nature of it. He'd have thought she'd be able to quickly realize whatever this was was simply a dream. That there wasn't some guy in her room making the smoke alarm beep. She changed quickly when they got home, obviously anxious for some lunch. Once he was changed too, Jaren fixed her a quick peanut butter and jelly sandwich, plus sliced her up an apple to go along with it. He was making himself one too when there was a knock at the door. Hmm, that'd be Michael, he said, moving towards the door. He opened it, and there stood Michael. Hey, Jaren. Mike, come on in, come on in. Yeah, for sure. Want me to take off my shoes? No, you're fine. Can I get you anything? Ah, oh, that's alright. We're having steak tonight. I've gotta save room. Oh, well that's nice, Jaren said his voice trailing off a bit. So where's the smoke alarm that won't shut off? Come on this way, I'll show you. He turned around to guide Michael down the hall, only to be stopped by Millie standing in the way. It doesn't need to be fixed, it's fine, you can go away. Millie, Jaren scolded. Ah, it's fine, Jaren, she's still better behaved than some of my kids. Phew, I'll tell you. You can't fix it. Millie, go and finish your lunch. I don't wanna. <sighs> he got down on one knee, and placed his hand on her shoulder. 
The second door on the right, Mike. It's pretty near the door. You can grab a kitchen chair if you need to. I'm gonna talk to Millie real quick. Okay, sounds good. Michael walked off to the kitchen, and Jaren looked his daughter in the eye. Come on, let's head into my room. No, Millie. I don't want to. Millie, come on. We're going to my room. Hand on her shoulder, he began guiding her down the hall. As Michael came up from behind with a chair, he entered his room, shutting the door behind him. Millie, what is the problem? Why are you being so rude to Michael? He's gonna fix it. Millie, it's fine. Let him fix it. No, he can't. He can't fix it. He'll be mad. Who will? She looked side to side, then leaned in and whispered, The Beeper Man. Millie, I told you, that was just a dream. No, he wants it to beep. He likes the beeping. Alright, Millie, I'm gonna ask you to stay in here until Michael leaves. You're on timeout. What? No. Yep. Daddy, stay here. I'm going to go help him. Daddy. He stood up and walked out of the room, shutting the door behind him. He took a sigh, then went to help Michael. You say you've changed the batteries already? Twice. Huh. Well, it might just be a bad smoke detector. I can remove it off the ceiling for you, then you can maybe grab a new one at Home Depot or something. Are they that easy to take off? Oh yeah, they're a breeze. You just unscrew them. Well, in that case, I can take them off. You can get back to your family. Oh, it's already halfway off. Jaren smiled. Thanks, Mike. Oh yeah, no problem. If there's anything else I can do for you, let me know. And I don't just mean handiwork. I've got a good paying job right now, and I know money's tight for you two. I'm not going to take your money, Mike. Or if you ever change your mind, I'm just one Venmo away. Thanks, Mike. You're the best. He stepped down from the chair with the smoke detector in hand. You want to keep this? Nah, I'll just throw it out. Well, in that case, I'll totally take it. I like to fiddle with it a little bit more. Figure out what's going on here. Sounds good, Mike. All right, he said, heading to the floor. Well, take care, man. Don't push yourself too hard. Pfft. I ain't pushing myself hard enough. Ah, that's nonsense. Knowing you, you're doing everything in your power. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. He opened the door, and Michael stepped out. Okay, later, man. Bye, Mike. Thanks again. He closed the door. Taking a deep sigh as he turned around, he jumped back, his heart skipping a beat. Millie was standing right there, staring at him. The beeper man wanted me to tell you that he's mad. He says he's going to get his beeps no matter what. I thought I told you to stay in my room. You were in trouble. The beeper man told me I had to tell you this message. Jaron was at a loss for words. He just stared at Millie, feeling a chill pass through him. Maybe... Maybe he could just chalk this up to a kid being weird? Simply brushing it aside, though, created a pit in his stomach. He... he wasn't sure what to think. He awoke the next morning at a decent time, finally. Enough to get Millie ready for school. Stretching in bed, he yawned until his mind was alert enough to justify getting out of bed. He slipped on the same pair of sweats he did every morning to get Millie ready, and stepped out of his bedroom to go wake her up. Millie! He shouted. Millie, time to get up. He looked towards the laundry room, suddenly aware of the washing machine beeping. Millie, come on. Let's get up, okay? Okay, she groaned back. Jaren continued to walk towards the laundry room, his heart palpitating. He opened the door. The beeping noise of the machine filled the air. What the? He approached it, opening the door and looking inside to see an empty drum. It beeped again, and then again, and again. Beep after beep after beep. You're empty. I didn't have a load going last night. What the heck is going on with you? 
He banged on the top of it, but it only seemed to beep louder. Daddy? He jumped. Startled, he turned around to face his daughter. What? What are you doing? The washing machine won't stop beeping for some reason. I told you. Told me what? Beeper man gets his beeps. He wants them. He's gonna get them no matter what. Milik, go and get in the shower. You need to get ready for school. I told you you shouldn't have gotten rid of the smoke detector. Millie, get in the shower, Jaron growled. He reached around back behind the machine, grabbing hold of the cord and pulling it from the wall. The beeping suddenly stopped, and he turned around. Millie was standing there, staring up at him. You should have left that plugged in. Come on, time for school. Go get in the shower. He put his hands on her shoulder, turning her around, and then ushering her towards the bathroom. You should listen, Daddy. The beeper man says he'll get what he wants. Just get in the shower, Millie. Don't forget to leave the door unlocked. She stepped into the bathroom, shutting the door behind her. Jaren went into the kitchen to pull out the cereal and milk, putting them on the table for when Millie came out. He sat down himself, placing his hands on his forehead. What the heck? What the heck? First his smoke alarm went on the fritz, and now his washing machine? He couldn't just plug and unplug it every time he needed to do laundry. He could barely reach back there. But he couldn't afford to replace the dang machine either, not without a job. The dang things. Why was he born into a time where everything was so dependent on electronics? This whole thing was absurd. Millie came out into the kitchen, smiling when she saw the sugar cereal on the table. Thank you, Daddy. Yeah, you're welcome. He took a deep sigh, standing up and heading for the freezer. Where are you going, Daddy? I'm just going to microwave some frozen sausages for myself for breakfast. Oh, okay. He opened up the freezer and pulled out the bag, taking a few out and putting them on a plate. Daddy? Yes, Angel, he said, putting them in the microwave. The beeper man says to tell you not to unplug the microwave. He wants to hear the beeps. Millie, he yelped, nearly on the verge of shouting. There is no such thing as the beeper man. I told you, you saw him in your dreams. He's standing right at the microwave next to you. Jaren spun around a full 360, not seeing anything. He stared at Millie, feeling his heart rate increasing. She was really starting to freak him out. You're not allowed to talk about the beeper man anymore, okay, Millie? Why not? Because I said so. The microwave signaled it was done, and he opened the door. He pulled out the sausage and closed it again, being startled by the sudden beep it made. He placed the sausage down on the counter, grunting as he glared at the device. Not you too, dang it. I told you so. I said you aren't allowed to talk about the beeper man. He said he would get his beeps one way or another. Millie, shut it and eat your dang food. She went silent after that. But Jaren was too frustrated to feel any twinge of guilt. He was busy reaching around the back of the microwave to unplug it. He had ended up scooting it forward, finally getting enough space to remove the cord. The beeping stopped, and he breathed a sigh of relief. You shouldn't have done that, Daddy. Now he's mad. Eat your food. He marched off to his bedroom to fetch his cell phone. Fists clenched. He picked it up and opened the internet browser, typing in the phrase, Why are all my appliances beeping? A second or two later, and the results had loaded, and he began scrolling through. Daddy, the bus is here. Okay, see you this afternoon, Angel. He bit his lip as he continued scrolling, none of these results seeming to match up with his particular issue. Gosh dang it, dang this whole thing, he muttered. The heck is wrong with all this? He was suddenly jerked out of his thoughts by the sound of the dryer beeping. 
He dropped his phone on the bed and marched to fix it. He found himself inside a Home Depot later that day, standing around in the appliance section. A middle-aged man approached him, smiling. How can I help you, sir? Yes, so, uh, I have a question. About appliances? Yeah, I can check any prices for you. No, no, so, everything in my house keeps beeping. Like, everything. I've had to unplug my microwave, my washer, my dryer, and unscrew my smoke alarm. What do you mean, by beeping? Like, the smoke detector keeps making the noise they make when they're low on battery. I changed the batteries twice and it still wouldn't stop. Then the washing machine, just making that sound it makes when it, the load is done, it was making that sound on repeat. And then so was the microwave. And this morning the dryer was making that noise too. The man stared blankly at him for a moment. Uh, yeah, I gotta say, that's probably a bit above my pay grade. Have you called like a handyman yet? No, I can't afford that. I was hoping this might be an easy fix that I could get solved here. Yeah, no. If it was just one machine, maybe, I could help you, but if they're all beeping at once, I have to say I'm at a loss. Jaren pursed his lips, nodding slowly. Dang. Alright, I guess I gotta call a handyman. Yeah, I'm sorry, sir. No, it's alright. Is there anything else I can help you with today? Jaren sighed. No, that'll be fine. Okay, thank you, sir. Have a good day. You too. He walked away, feeling defeated. He didn't have money to fix any of this right now. He couldn't afford a dang lick of it. Michael could help him out a little bit more. He was handy. Maybe he could fix it. And if he couldn't, perhaps he could take him up on the other offer he made to maybe give him some money. Hire someone who could. He pulled out his phone once he got in his car, dialing him up immediately. Hey, Jaren, that you? Yeah, Mike, it's me. What can I do for you? I was hoping maybe you could come over to my place sometime later today or tomorrow. Everything in my house is beeping now. All the rest of your smoke alarms are haywire? No, all the rest of my house did. He started up the engine of his car, shutting the door behind him. What do you mean? Like, all of my appliances have been beeping with no end. The microwave, the washing machine, the dryer, I don't know what the heck to do. Uh, well, I don't know if I would either. I can come by and take a look, I guess. Uh, I probably wouldn't be able to tell you anything. I'd just end up agreeing with you that this is indeed a weird situation. Yeah, okay. Thanks, Mike. I'll be home anytime if you want to come over. Millie gets home from school soon. I gotta be there for her. Yeah, okay. See you then. Okay, see ya. He hung up, sighing as he drove home. His mind swirled with bewilderment and he was feeling quite tense when he finally did pull up to the house. He opened the garage and pulled inside. Out of the car he stepped, shutting the door behind him and heading for the one which would let him into the mudroom. There was a gentle beeping when he stepped in. His fists balled with rage as he marched into the kitchen. The dishwasher was making the noise it made when it finished, which was odd, of course, since there wasn't even anything inside it that had been washed. Dang this blasted thing! He squatted down and anchored his fingers in the gap between the dishwasher and the cabinets. He clamped down on it and began scooching it out. Every two seconds it played the noise again, beep after beep after beep. He heard the front door open and Millie walked in. Daddy? Yeah, you can have an after school snack, Millie. Just let me unplug the dang dishwasher. There was a pause, then his daughter continued. The beeper man says you really shouldn't unplug it. Millie, I am tired of hearing about this stupid beeper man. Just grab a cup of applesauce out of the fridge or something if that's what you want. The beeper man keeps saying it, Daddy. He keeps saying that he will have his beeps. 
Ain't no beeping gonna be going on in my house. Tell him to go make someone else's house beep. He says he's very creative. He says he will find a way to get his beeps. Jiren finally got it out enough so that he could reach around and pull out the plug. He did so, silencing the dishwasher at last. Yeah, he can go beep in someone else's house if he wants. No, Daddy. He's warning you. Plug the dishwasher back in. He will find a way to make sure that there are beeps. He says he'll find a way to make sure you don't want to turn off the beeps. He'll get you to never turn off the beeps again. I'd like to watch him try. Just eat your snack, Millie. Michael should be here soon to help me fix these blasted things. Don't try to fix them. The beeper man will get his beeps. Just eat your snack. She shrugged. Okay, but I warned you. I told you what the beeper man said. And he means it. Jiren didn't find himself getting that much sleep that night. Michael had come over, and all they really did was talk. Talk about how weird this whole thing was. There was nothing to be done. They needed someone with more professional experience to come and figure it all out. Nonetheless, everything Millie had been talking about had him on edge. For whatever reason, her wild fantasies of this beeper man had supplanted a feeling of angst into his gut. Why was she being so insistent on this thing? Eventually his phone alarm went off and he rolled over in bed to shut it off. To somewhat of a surprise, it actually did shut off. The beeping was done. He sat up in bed and took a yawn before climbing all the way out. Millie, it's time to get ready for school, he hollered, putting on his pants. He walked out into the hallway, heading towards her door. Millie, come on, get up. Ugh, she moaned. I don't want to go to school. Come on, you'll have fun. Head into the shower, let's go. Okay. He waited until he saw her get out of bed, and then proceeded to go over to the kitchen. He went for the cereal again. Eh, maybe a good father shouldn't feed this to his kid so many days in a row. He put it back and opened the fridge instead, taking out the eggs. He looked at the water filter alarm on it, smiling a little to himself. Ha! No beeping. That's good. He maneuvered his way around the unplugged dishwasher towards the stove. He pulled out a pan and cracked a few eggs into it. Then he took out a spatula and began scrambling them. He thought to himself while he watched the eggs slowly cook, turning from their clear color to a whiter hue, thinking about how strange this whole thing was, how stressful it was. Now he had to pay for a handyman to come over and fix all of their appliances, and all the while he didn't have a job. And for what? Why the heck were they beeping in the first place? It was just beep after beep after beep. It was absolutely maddening. He took the eggs off the stove after a few minutes, putting half onto a plate for Millie and half onto a plate for himself. Millie, breakfast is ready. Millie? Millie? He began walking down the hall towards the bathroom door. Millie, breakfast. The only sound was the sound of shower water. Millie? He jiggled the door handle a little, his heart rate on the incline. Millie, I thought I told you not to lock the door. Still nothing. Millie? Millie? He found himself vigorously shaking the handle, a sudden panic overcoming him. Millie! He ran to his room, grabbing a quarter off the nightstand. He sprinted back with it, inserting the coin into the slot on the door handle and twisting it in a flash. He thrust the door open, jumping to the shower, and opened the curtain, finding Millie laying there in the water, with a small trail of blood running from the side of her head. Oh my gosh, Millie, Millie! He couldn't find his breath. He whipped out his phone and dialed 911 in an instant. Hello? I need an ambulance. My daughter slipped in the shower. She's bleeding and won't wake up. 
Jaren sat in the hospital shaking. His face was in his palms as he waited outside the door, hardly able to breathe. Sir? Came a voice from a nurse. Jaren looked up. We've got her stabilized. She hit her head pretty hard. I'm afraid she's in a coma. Can I come in and see her? She nodded gently, letting him into the room. He looked at the steel body of his daughter, his eyes swelling up all over again. Oh, Millie, Millie, how did this happen? He sat beside her, crying as he listened to the rhythmic beeps of the heart monitor next to the bed. Every couple of seconds, another beep, and another beep after beep after beep after beep, and a slight smirk on Millie's face, as if saying, I told you so. Thank you so much for joining me for tonight's random creepypasta. If you enjoy my content, I would appreciate it if you would give this video a like and subscribe to my channel if you hadn't already done so. I hope that this story helped lull you into slumber to get the rest that you so deserve. So until next time, stay spooky and you're worthwhile.